Amen. Thank you so much, worship team. Oh, is it not so beautiful to be in Dimna together? Week two. I'm so glad to be here with you. Uh, for those of you who do, do not know me yet, my name is Jill Nelson. And whoop, I am so, I love you guys. I love my job. This is my fourth year back. And in this position at Hope, I, um, I'm the chaplain of small groups. And, uh, but I did, I, this is not my first time at Hope. I was here 25 years ago, or maybe even a little more than 25 years ago. In your shoes. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I walked on some of the same sidewalks that you walk on. Uh, I see probably maybe some of the same black squirrels. I sit on some of the same benches. And, and quite honestly, I was probably late to some of the same classes that you all are. <laughs> um, but I, I came to Hope, and I was wondering what my place would be. And, and maybe that's where you are today, too. I'd like to tell you a little of my story and then invite you to something, something bigger than myself, something that changed me. So I grew up in a Christian home, maybe like some of you. I, prof I professed my desire to follow Jesus early on. I think it was in fifth grade. I knew enough of the gospel that I, wanted, that I knew that uh, I wanted to follow Jesus and I knew that I needed him to save me. But somewhere along the way, I think I got mixed up about how exactly to do that, how to follow Jesus. And so I, I got it in my head that I, I mostly wanted to be good, but then I also was beginning to be influenced by people around me. I, I really wanted the approval of others as well. And so um, by my senior year in high school, I was sort of juggling a couple of different identities, maybe two, maybe more than that. And I was doing both things. I was very much, uh, I was a good student. Um, I was at church two, three times a week. But I also was very, very likely at the party on Saturday night. I found that fun and connection fueled me, or at least I thought it did. And so when I came to Hope, that's what I came seeking. I came seeking fun and connection and a way to define myself as different from my five older siblings. Um, I have five older siblings. They all went to a different college. They went to, Kel they went to Kelvin. So, I, <laughs> right? So there is this rebellious streak in me. I did want to be different. I, I said, nope, I'm going to Hope. And I got here, and I blossomed in a lot of ways. I, I loved getting involved. I got involved in everything. And, and that was good, but maybe not always super healthy because, again, my motivation, my driving force was I really, really wanted people to like me, no matter what. And so I, I played that game. I was a pretty good student. Uh, I was a fun partier. And I was also, this is kind of a party. Come on. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, PC. <laughs> uh, whoo! not the best. <laughs> um, but I also, and, I, and really in my estimation, I was a pretty good Christian. I was like, I was making it to church most Sundays, so I, I felt like I was pretty set. And it might be just me moving around. I speak with... There was trouble ahead, there was some trouble ahead though. <laughs> it was well-timed. <laughs> uh, halfway through my freshman year, my dad passed away, 
He died suddenly. We were not, we were not expecting it. He died on December 6th. And, and that was, it happened to be my freshman year, the day before exams were. And so instead of finishing my exams, celebrating, going home on a holiday, a fun holiday, I returned freshman year and I, I attended a funeral. And then to make matters worse, because it's, to make it even harder, when I returned to campus, uh, my boyfriend broke up with me. And it just was hard. The life that I felt like I was sort of building, the life that was full of, I thought, fun and acceptance, seemed pretty empty all of a sudden. I struggled with this searing loss, and in that season, Jesus met me, and he comforted me, and he was with me. But here's, I wish that was the end of the story, and I was like on the right track from there on, but I will, I'm sad to say that actually what happened was, as soon as I felt a little better, I was back to live in the way that I felt, the live in the way that I felt like I should live. So, um, I was getting my needs met in ways that seemed good to me. I sought comfort and acceptance and identity in academic success, in boyfriends, in parties. But deep down, I knew that God was pursuing me. I knew that God was pursuing me. I knew that he wanted more for me. And um, even though I sensed that, I kind of put it at arm's length. And I kept telling God later, later. I'm thankful he kept pursuing me. During my junior year, I met a really great guy. I eventually married that great guy. That was not, that was beautiful, um, but that's not even without some bumps along the way. We both carried some baggage into our marriage, and we weathered some ups and downs. And it, those ups and downs, there was even harder stuff on the horizon. One of them for us was our journey with infertility. And our, our journey with infertility uh, started with some months of treatment, which expanded to years of treatment, waiting to get pregnant, waiting to try to have kids. And actually, this, though, was a desert season in my life, a wilderness season in my life. And thankfully, gratefully, it was actually the turning point for me. It was when I started to seek God in a deeper way. I wanted some answers some truth, and I wanted some comfort. I was tired of how I had been living in my own methods. And so at the prodding of my sister and my mom, I joined a Bible study. And seriously, I seriously found out that they take just about anybody in a Bible study. Um, someday, I would like to tell you more about those first weeks of my Bible study experience. They were quite something. But I will tell you the most important thing is that experiencing God's word, experiencing God's word was the game changer. During a time of desperate questions, I found peace that I couldn't manufacture. <laughs> and by having it, okay, I'm gonna wait. You guys are awesome. This is so good. I love it. We're on. You ready? <laughs> it's a good story. It's God's story. It's not even my story. So it's, I'm, thanks for hanging in there. Thank you, PC. During a time of desperate questions, I found a piece that I couldn't manufacture. That I couldn't manufacture by having enough fun or enough acceptance from other people or enough ways to make myself happy. 
I found a God who was speaking to me daily and speaking to me directly through the Holy Spirit. I found a brand new way of understanding life. I had been, I I was raised in a Christian home. I had read the word, but all of a sudden it was coming alive. And so after those foundational years of being changed, I I went through a couple other things. Uh, Along the way, we had four children. I had triplets. And they're all amazing kids. Hopefully you'll meet them someday. But when those triplets were four months old, I was diagnosed with a really aggressive form of breast cancer. And I, I was in a fight that was unbelievable, something I didn't expect. Um, surgeries, hardcore chemo, my body was wrecked, and my, my soul was tired. And a lot of that time is a blur. But I do remember this moment of darkness where I was looking in the mirror, and really, I just, I finally dared to look at myself. I had no hair, I had scars. I had a concave chest. I had itchy parts on my head because uh, of a wig that I was trying to wear to cover myself up. Dark, circle the under, dark circles under my eyes, no eyelashes. And um, as I looked at my hollow, hollow eyes in the mirror, I, I wondered, like, am I being erased? Like, I feel like I'm being erased. Everything that I've worked for, everything that I thought was holding my identity is gone. And then I felt this voice. I felt the Holy Spirit saying, no, it's finally all falling away. All that extra stuff that you put on is finally falling away. And in that deep darkness, God met me again. His light, his life, his mercy and his grace. He had prepared me in his word. Then he brought me and sustained me through this difficult time. And he graciously held on to me. And I learned that my security did not depend on my physical appearance or on my ability or on other people when what they thought of me, but on his fierce, amazing love and his amazing grasp on me, not my weak hold on him. I learned of his faithfulness in his word. And I think most of all, I learned to trust him. And that's my, that's my desire for all of you, that this year you would learn to trust him and that you would lean in to where he speaks most often, where he speaks most often and we can open any time. And that's his word. I invite you to come to the word. Your struggles might be similar to mine. They might be totally different, but God is ready to meet you. He's inviting you to know him better. The God of the universe chooses to reveal himself in these pages. What could be better? We want you to come. Come and do this with us. And today's the day. Today's the day. I'd like to invite some friends up. I have two people that I'd like you to meet. They're both small group leaders this year and have been for a while. At first, though, they were like you. Maybe not signed up at all and maybe thinking about small groups. Um, This is Josiah Peterson, senior. (laughs) Majoring in environmental engineering, right? And this is Molly Jaco. She is also senior. Majoring in communications, and I have a couple questions for them. So, Josiah, first of all, one highlight from small groups. Um, the highlight for me from small groups has always been to get challenged by the word and grow in the word, but with the focus on doing it in community. And just joining others in their walks of faith is just something really special and something I found when I came to Hope that was what I was looking for. And I only found that when I joined a Bible study and got involved with campus ministries. 
Um, it was just truly a special time where I could feel accepted and loved for who I was despite my weaknesses and shortcomings, and I felt very seen. That's awesome. Thank you, Josiah. Molly, what about anybody that might be kind of on the fence? Like, I might join a small group, I might not. What are your word for, what's your word for them? Um, I'd have two things to say. First, I'd say it's okay to maybe be on the fence, and this might be new to you, and that's okay. Second, I'd say that you have a place and that you are welcome in a Bible study. Um, so try it out for one semester. Sign up for one semester. Come meet people, grow good relationships, deep connections, and be known by name. Um, so we have a QR code up here that you guys can scan to sign up or be on the lookout for an email today. Um, there'll be all the details in there. You can pick a slot. You can pick um, any day of the week that you would like. Um, but we're really excited to meet you and to have you in Bible studies. So go in peace, Hope College. <laughs>